Hello and welcome to Meiwei's Chinese Medicine Matters podcast, where we share traditional Chinese medicine news, research, and topics relevant to TCM practitioners and students. I'm Lauren Koffel, and in today's episode, Dr. Sky Sturgeon will lead us through easy and straightforward step-by-step instructions on how to make purple cloud healing salve. Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Sky Sturgeon and today I want to demonstrate how to make an ointment out of Chinese herbs. But first let me tell you how I discovered the formula that I'm going to show you. It was my first introduction to Chinese medicine which occurred over 35 years ago. At the time I was the store manager of a mountaineering equipment store in Boulder, Colorado. A customer noticed that I had a lesion on the top of my right hand. He said to me, I don't usually get my patients this way, but I'm a Chinese doctor and I might have something that can help your hand. My first thought upon looking at this long-haired, blonde, hippie sort of fellow was, no, you're not a Chinese doctor. But I held my tongue because at this point, I had suffered from this condition for over three years and I had quit my job as a toxicologist because I attributed this condition to my work with organic solvents. In addition, I had been to numerous dermatologists and I had tried several hydrocortisone type creams to no avail, so I decided I had nothing to lose. The remedy he gave to me was an ointment in a small purple plastic container, which he called lithospermum ointment. I now know it was Zityun Gao, or purple cloud healing salve. He told me to apply the ointment to the affected area and cover with a gauze pad, kept in place by white adhesive tape. He said to me, be careful, the main herb is called purple root and because the ointment contains lard, it can stain your clothing or sheets. Actually, I should tell you that the purple root stains regardless of what is used to make the ointment. I used it every day and after five days I was amazed at how much better my skin looked. After 10 days this condition was completely gone and never returned. In over 25 years of practicing Chinese medicine I have prescribed this for patients with various skin conditions with great success. Since I had difficulty finding this product in North Carolina where I first practiced and what I did find was expensive. I decided to make it myself. It's easy to produce. I'll show you how in just a minute. Purple Cloud Salve was first made in China over 350 years ago to treat minor skin conditions caused primarily by heat, toxic heat in the blood, or damp heat. The original Chinese text says, Zit Yungao moistens the skin, stops itching, engenders new flesh, kills fungus, reduces inflammation, stops pain, helps close open sores, heals dry withered white patches, and makes itching go away. Obviously that covers a lot of skin conditions. In Japan, this product is called Shiyunko, where it is also used for direct moxibustion to hold moxicones on the acupoint, aid in healing, and prevent scar formation. The basic formula is comprised of three herbs, although I usually add two more. The first is Zitzao 
either lithospermum or ornevia. Although the aerial parts are usually included, it's fine to use just the root, which is known as zitken. The function of zitzau is to clear heat, cool blood, promote blood circulation, promote the expression of skin eruptions, and eliminate toxicity. It also resolves and clears damp heat in the skin. The second is dangue, which is noted for its ability to tonify blood and promote blood circulation. Dangue also helps reduce swelling, generate flush, and expel pus. Together with Zitzau, it speeds up the recovery process of skin lesions. Gansau is also used for its ability to clear heat and resolve fire toxicity. Additionally, it is an antidote for a variety of toxic substances when applied topically. Often, skin diseases are associated with a particular type of stagnation that is caused by heat in the blood, which dries up the fluids in the skin. That calls for Shen Di Huang, which is added to clear heat and cool blood, plus relieve itching. Finally, I add Huang Chen. It's included for its ability to support Zitzau in clearing and resolving damp heat, reduce swelling, and to treat external sores and abscesses. I usually also add vitamin E, which acts as an emollient, which aids in treating or preventing dry, rough, scaly, itchy skin, and other min minor skin irritations. Vitamin E is also a powerful antioxidant which protects and preserves the fatty acids in the ointment. Now let's make the salve. Essentially what we're going to do is extract the herbs by cooking them in sesame oil and then use beeswax to create the consistency desired in an ointment. Since the fatty acids in the sesame oil have both polar and non-polar properties, this extraction produces a richer and more complete chemical profile than one would get from just using water. While you can cook this in a saucepan or stove, I prefer to use a slow cooker, which is commonly called a crock pot. For small batches of about a cup, I use this handy little crock pot, which is called a little dipper. It came along free when I purchased a large five quart crock pot. Today, however, I'm going to use a crock pot, which has a quart and a half capacity. I would like to point out that one of the things I like about a crock pot is that the inside is made of ceramic material. If you're going to use a saucepan, you can place it in a warm oven about 140 degrees Fahrenheit or on the stovetop on low heat using a flame shield to disperse the direct heat. Add one cup of oil to the crock pot and turn the heat to high. You can use almost any cooking oil, such as almond, olive, sunflower, or safflower, but I prefer to use unrefined sesame oil or wheat germ oil. Lard, tallow, or petroleum jelly can also be used. Please note, do not use toasted sesame oil. Save that for your wok cooking. Add 30 to 60 grams of chopped, sliced, or crushed herbs per cup of oil. Smaller pieces facilitate the maximum extraction of the herb's ingredients. Here are the amounts of each herb in this ointment, which total 54 grams. Since I am using two cups of sesame oil, I am doubling these amounts. Notice that I am using large tea bags to hold the herbs. This is for ease of handling and cleanup. You could also put the herbs in cheesecloth. Turn the heat down to low and cook this mixture for three to five hours. Remove the tea bags from the mixture. 
I like to use a potato ricer to squeeze out as much liquid from the tea bags as possible. Of course, it's perfectly acceptable to use a strainer at this step. It's important to keep the oil warm and free-flowing until you're ready to add the beeswax. So if you strain it, be sure to pour the liquid back into the crock pot or saucepan. Now it's time to add optional ingredients such as cocoa butter, shea butter, or vitamin E. I'm adding one teaspoon of vitamin E per cup of oil. Add beeswax, approximately one ounce or four tablespoons of wax per cup of oil to the oil infusion. You can shave a block of beeswax, but I prefer to use purified beeswax pellets, which are readily available. Because this is a double recipe, I'm adding eight tablespoons of beeswax. Mix well. If you are a strict vegetarian, you may want to use candelilla wax or carnauba wax, perhaps mixed with coconut oil. You may want to add enough beeswax so the liquid oil mixture will set up nicely. Here's a trick I learned using a metal spoon. Place a spoon into a freezer or refrigerator so that it's quite cold. Dip the cold spoon into the warm mixture. This allows you to test for firmness without waiting for the entire pan of ointment to harden. If the sample on the spoon is too soft, add a little more beeswax to the warm liquid. If it's too hard, stir in a little more sesame oil. After you're satisfied with the consistency from your spoon test, pour the liquid mixture into appropriate containers. I usually choose a one or two ounce jar. As it cools, the liquid will set up in the jars. Of course, you can also use plastic containers, but I prefer the aesthetic of glass. Regarding preservation and storage, salves should be stored in tightly capped dark colored or opaque glass jars that have openings sufficiently large enough to allow easy access to the semi-solid ingredients. Keep the ointment in cool locations. They don't preserve as well in locations where they are subjected to melting and recooling. Discard if the salve begins to smell rancid. My dosage instructions are to massage the salve into the affected area and cover with a gauze pad or bandage, securing with white first aid tape, just like my Chinese doctor suggested. Change the dressing and reapply the salve at least once daily. Body heat softens the wax when applied to the skin, releasing the therapeutic principles in the herbs transdermally. The wax also provides a protective, nourishing, and emollient effect. I hope you enjoyed this demonstration and that your patients benefit from this famous ointment, Purple Cloud Healing Salve. Today's episode was from Dr. Sky Sturgeon's video on how to make Purple Cloud Healing Salve. If you would like to watch the video, you can find it linked in the episode description. And please subscribe to the show. It's a great way to show your support and to hear when our next episode comes out. Our next episode is on two refreshing and delicious summer dessert recipes. Until then, take good care of yourself and your patients. Chinese medicine matters, and so do you.
Hi everyone, Lauren here again, wishing you a happy and healthy May. As many of you know, Chinese Medicine Matters is the podcast of Mayway Herbs, a TCM online store and dispensary where practitioners can ship directly to their patients. This month on Chinese Medicine Matters, we're focusing on women's health. We'll explore a wide array of topics related to women's health at different stages of life. So stay tuned for informative episodes you won't want to miss. And we're excited to offer a special discount on our Women's Health Formulas category the entire month of May. Practitioners use code WOMEN24 at checkout on mayway.com to receive a 15% discount. And remember to sign up for the Mayway Herbs newsletter for exclusive content and ongoing promotions. The episode description includes a link to sign up. And thanks again for tuning in and supporting Real Chinese Medicine.